Queen's lunch. Queen's lunch. Queen's lunch. Oh no. Hello and welcome back to Wins Lunch. I, as always, am the host, hostist with the mostest, Spencer. I am Matheson, the the actual best host. Okay. <laughs> I mean, um, you hear that laugh because our guest today is an amazingly talented and wonderful, warm, beautiful human being, Matheson. Let's give a baby round of applause for our friend Midori Francis. I forgot that we I forgot that you have a really really killer baby impersonation yeah I you know I don't quite remember doing that for you but I'm sure I did at one of you did it a lot one of our many illegal parties at the Spear Hotel (laughs) shout Uh out Spear Hotel Spear Hotel Cape Town South Africa (laughs) illegal activity (laughs) I mean, they weren't really illegal. They just were friends. No. Right. It was totally legal. We were quarantined and. Uh, we were in yeah, a bubble. We, mm-hmm. Did a lot of frowned upon shit. Um, Midori, so, so excited to have you on here. For every everybody listening, uh, you guys probably know that I became friends with Midori because we filmed a movie together in South Africa. And. Um, God, I don't even know where to start. I guess the first time that I met you, I instantly knew that we were going to be great friends. Instantly. Yeah. That's really? Or are you just saying that's every guest? That you nope. <laughs> you just had a gut instinct about me, huh? Well, I, yeah, I think that like you're probably one of the um, – biggest and best weirdos and you're so open instantly and i just you know a lot of people aren't like that especially in our industry so that was very beautiful i loved it that's so sweet i i like struggle to believe that simply because i remember our first meeting was like it was we were we got the news in our production that we like remember that somebody had covid um Thank God there were, you know, they didn't have symptoms, but we were going to like, our production was going to be shut down for 10 days and Spencer just arrived. It was so weird. It was like, or did we just get out? No, no, no. I was, yeah. So I got, the day I got in, the next morning I got a call about it and I was like, well, I still have a quarantine. So nothing changes for me, but I'm talking about the first time we met the night I got out of my 10 day quarantine and we had a soiree. So, but I'm saying at that point, our 10 day quarantine for for the producer who or whoever got whatever. <laughs> oh, wow, wow. Okay, let me just <laughs> the mouth and not anonymity. Okay, so anonymity. wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. But when we got out, wait, wait. When you got out, we had just been. We were done with our 10 day shutdown, right? Uh, we quarantined at different times. No, I'm saying. Remember when the production got shut down and we had and we me yeah y'all y'all were out. Okay, so we were ready to shoot. You guys were like a day away from shooting and then it just oh, like didn't okay, happen. Yeah. This is what it is. Okay, so get this. So this was – can you put a date on this for us? I don't know. Like October – October 4th. Okay. <laughs> no, it was way later, dude. It was like – let's say – we're going to say October 20th. Okay. okay. So I got in from New Jersey to South Africa on September 20th. Flash forward to October 20th. We have not shot a single thing. Nothing has been filmed. We oh, true. Have, we are in a resort for four weeks. Cannot leave the resort. There's a bar and a pool. And then Spencer comes out of isolation. So that's the energy he was met with. And we were like, <laughs> I think one of my, one of our friends, I forget who it was, said something like this. We need to start production or someone will die. I mean, we were our, we were rabid. As I remember, Spencer, you said that we were rabid. We were like, we've been inside for, we've been in this hotel for four weeks. We haven't done anything. And, that was it. Yeah. And Spencer met us. And then we decided to, they had a welcome drinks meeting for us all when we had been there for four weeks. And we were like, we've already had four meet and greets. Why are we having another one? I'm, I'm, cons- I'm convinced that that meet and greet I was the only new person at. <laughs> I think you were. I think they threw, I think every time somebody got out of quarantine, they threw us a new meet and greet. <laughs> and so you <laughs> So 
So you came and then I remember, it's just funny that you say that you liked me at first because I just remember my energy was off. I was like, hey, Spencer, do you like to party? And you're like, well, no, I like to party. <laughs> Whoa, 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 okay, so true, true, I true. In that voice. No, hey, Spencer, you like to party? It like that a little bit. No, 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 you definitely were, but I, I think you're underestimating how rabid I was as well. Being in, uh, you know, tiny one room, beautiful, beautiful resort room, but a very small room that I couldn't oh, walk man. outside. So I was ready to party, and we drank a lot of champagne, a lot of. Wait, yeah, dude, I'm forgetting. Oh my God, you were going nuts because I didn't know you, but I knew like we had seen each other on that like big producer call and you had a couple zooms. Yeah, you were convinced. Well, first of all, you like weren't eating food. Like remember I asked you you what your favorite breakfast was or whatever. And then (laughs) Tim was like, "Um, what's your favorite breakfast? Like making fun of me for asking that question. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to make conversation. But then you were like, you couldn't answer what you were eating. You were eating nothing. And then you thought there were ghosts in the apartment. And I, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get it. I lost my mind. Okay. <laughs> but it, it's a really, it, it is kind of douchey to be like, if someone's like, what are you eating? I'm, I'm doing my fasting to try to get shredded. But I literally was trying to like get in like the best shape possible. So I'd feel really good on set, but there's no non-douchey way of saying I'm fasting, you know? Yeah, that's what it was. You were goosing. I, I probably should have just lied and been like, yeah, the eggs are really good here. No, no. I think you I think I just felt so sad for you. I was like, this dude is in a hotel room. His his hotel is haunted. It's not that I doubted it was haunted. Once I saw the It was haunted. When I saw the Instagram video, I was like, this is Bro, bro. Guys, can I just like tell you and I've told you this, Midori, but Matheson, I'm in this room and there's a couple like there's like this like the laundry thing you put on the door that was moving back and forth for fucking two hours and I just let it happen after a while, but that wasn't the worst part. The I was laying there and the light started flickering above my like little desk in the mirror and I like look over at it. I'm watching a movie. I pause it and I'm like, oh my god! And then this motherfucking light goes and it flies out and it hits my wall, explodes, oh and my, my suitcase, my suitcase starts to be on fire, just a little flame, and I have to like douse it out. Okay, wait, I think like I know podcasts can't have like visuals, but I feel like everyone we need to give a reference for the movie. I mean, I remember on the Zoom call, I didn't quite believe you. I was like, this dude fasts, he juices. He's from LA and he thinks there's ghosts. Well, I mean, well, I could say that now because Spencer has turned out to be like the most beautiful, real, sensitive human in the world. Hard to know. At the time, I was like, <laughs> at the time, I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this dude? Like, no, he's like, he's like, I'm fasting. My thing is haunted. I was like, or I was just not what's wrong with him. I was like, clearly the quarantine is getting to him. But then, and it was. Yeah, but then after the Zoom, I looked at your Instagram and I was like, his light broke into pieces and yeah, you saw it i saw it with my own eyes and the door hanger was moving and i was like i am this is beyond anything i know how to deal with like it was and then you know what's crazy about this whole thing is we then went on to like get really close and get to know each other over the course of however i don't know how long we were there but then weeks, whatever. weeks months years and then now <laughs> this is the first time we've discussed any of this so what does that mean like i never followed up well yeah, and I think that like also do you hear that buzz? Is there a little fuzz happening? Yeah, I hear it. What is, is that, that? The ghost? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. I don't hear it, but Oh, you just got so much louder, Matheson. I did. <laughs> yeah. I it's okay. Um Yeah, I, I I guess you stayed though for a couple of weeks. Yeah. In South Africa. So we are obviously on different time zones, but um, I have actually been meaning to FaceTime you for like two weeks now and just discuss exactly this because I remember that you, after the light exploded and we had a Zoom call, whatever, and yeah, probably you probably thought I was crazy. And then I remember you DM me and said, oh, wow. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> you responded to the story. I think I believed you and I was like, this is. But also so much was happening despite this beer hotel being literally just a hotel where we couldn't leave for like three months. Uh, it was also a place where a lot was going on at all times, you know? And so I think oh, it was God, yeah. like, 
It was like, oh, Spencer's room is haunted. Oh my God, there's a multicolored bird outside my door that I've never seen before. You know, like that's what the attention span was. Like, oh, wow, Jeremy's at the pool playing uh, a weird cover of this queen, somebody's to love real loud. Somebody's jumping in kind of naked. You know what I mean? Like there was so much going on that it was, it was like, I think I just forgot about the ghosts. But I'm so glad we're readdressing this right now. Yeah, it's it's really important. I mean, God, there is so much happening at every corner of the plate. Everybody was was either drunk or sad or going for a run. Yeah, it was just wild. <laughs> sad or going for a run. Okay, I hear accurate. You. Definitely going for a run, but like, I actually feel like the group of people who went on runs was like me. Him, you, Jim. Um, I hope the next name rhymes. I hope it rhymes with Jim. Anybody else? Oh, no, maybe some of the boys like um, um, Monir. Mm. I don't know. I just feel like actually the amount of people who went on a run were like six out of 50. There there was like six out of 150 and nobody used the gym and I – just set up shop and I would keep my clothes in there and like nobody would do anything because nobody went in there. No. But all I know is the love of my life, Gloria, oh, I left no. in South Africa. Oh, can we talk about Gloria? Let's just give a shout out to Gloria. Gloria, what was her job title at Spear? Um, the manager, I think, of the restaurant? Well, we're talking about that, Gloria. Okay, so I was th- I thought that you were talking about... Um, oh, oh, Gloria Garcia. Also, shout out to Gloria Garcia in the yeah. movie. I I'm obviously, I think I'm in love with her as well. Can I ask, ask a quick question here? Sorry to interrupt. Um, do, do you ever go by Matt? I do not. I'm sorry. Okay. But but you can call him Matt. No, I'm not going to do it. Matheson. 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 So Matheson. There Matthias. Are, there, what? Matthiason? It's Matthiason. No, don't listen what? to anything he says. What is it? I keep getting it it's, wrong. What is it? It's Matheson. Matheson. Yeah. So Matheson. What? Okay, we're talking about is that there are two Glorias. Okay. One Gloria is a fantastic actress who got into acting in her 40s and was a professional bodyguard. Now, I don't think she oh my mind, God. Yeah, I don't I don't think she mind me saying this, but like she's like it feels like she's my size. I mean, you can't see my full size. It's well, I don't have pants on, so um but <laughs> I'm not that large. And she's like a very soft, gentle person who's like, what's in your heart, dear? But he's just a bodyguard and decided to be an actor in her 40s and like did like extra work like as a bodyguard, as an actor. And then I don't know, Spencer, did she ever tell you this? She was in like a JJ. She was in JJ Abrams Star Wars. And yeah, the, she's literally the first shot of the new Star Wars where she shoots somebody. Oh, yeah, hell but it yeah. wasn't even a plan. Like JJ Abrams was like you. It was like one of those stories. Like I imagine I don't know. I've not been an extra. But if you're an extra, like your dream in your head where it's like JJ Abrams points to you and is like you. What's your name? That's what, it's what happened. Gloria. And he's like, come over here, Gloria. Now you're a Jedi Gloriestress. And you're going to be the first shot of my movie. And like that happened for her. And so, and now she's like in this Netflix movie and she's just fantastic. So that's one Gloria. The other Gloria, mm, okay. you do the honors and describe the other Gloria. Well, the other Gloria is the, I believe the manager of the Spear restaurant. And for the 10 days during my quarantine, you have to call and, you know, get room service. Like you have to order room service. And it started like she was the first person to ever answer. And she was so nice. And we talked for like 10 minutes longer than we should have. So then every other time that I called for the next 30 meals, she would someone would answer and I would say my room number and they'd be like, hold on. And they put Gloria on the phone. And so we have this like sort of like this like uh, this like phone love relationship. <laughs> and so the, when, when I got out, I saw her and I was like, you're Gloria. And she's like, you're Spencer. And we just, we weren't allowed, but we hugged. Kissed immediately. And, Wait, yeah. I'm sorry, you hugged? I know, how dare I? Wow, I'm going to talk to Nicolene, our COVID officer, immediately and have you retrospectively placed in quarantine for 10 days. <laughs> I don't think you should talk to her because... <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> Some people broke rules they shouldn't have either. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, we were largely safe. We were all in a bubble. But anyway. Well, uh, that's the thing is like we were all yeah. away from the world. It was dope. No, he was it out was... of quarantine. People hugged. Okay. It happened, guys. People we hugged Midori. Yeah. So, Gloria, it's just so sweet that you guys – okay. So, then all – I loved Gloria. Don't get me wrong. Like I feel like we each had our person on on – 
like with the staff that we connected with the most. Like, hundred percent was Gloria my top connection? No, but Gloria was very much up there. I think mine was um, uh, Bridget, probably. Mm, but anyway, love so, Bridget. So yeah. So then this is what happens. Gloria comes back, right? And it's like the staff would get really close with them because we're like in this hotel and we're like family anybody and then they're there and then they would leave because they were shifts because these people were working 24 7 and then they would go back into quarantine and come back so gloria disappears i mean i don't even remember being able to say goodbye to her and then my heart breaks one summer day i guess it was summer in south africa it was winter here gloria comes back and i'm like gloria gloria and she's like spencer (laughs) where is spencer I'm like, oh, cool. Okay. Well, <laughs> Spencer left. He's in Los Angeles. She's like, I love Spencer. I love Spencer so much. So then I'm like, okay, well, I'll tell Spencer. You said hi. She's like, really? And so then, then I end up being there. I don't know. What would you call me? Matchmaker or like. Middle I just middle. wake up. Yeah. I woke up and I had a text a video from you and I opened it and it was just you taking a video of Gloria saying that she missed me. And it was so, so oh, sweet. It was actually so beautiful. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretending to be resentful, but your bond is truly beautiful. And, um, and now you guys are connected via email. Right. Yes. We're sending emails back and forth. Um, you have a pen pal. That's exciting. I have a, I have a real life pen pal. I, I, one cool. of these times you're going to send her an email and the next time it's going to just have like a, a little bit of a, you're going to see like her bra strap in the next picture. And she's like, whoopsies, <laughs> sorry, Spencer. Didn't mean to. <laughs> well, I don't even know what to say because there's a part of me that's like, okay, that's well, there's a part of me that's like, yeah, I could totally see that happening. <laughs> <laughs> that's disrespectful. We have a connection higher than that. No, also, you might be right. Um, <laughs> Yeah, God, we could just talk about Spear all. You know, do you know that Q listens to music like all the time? I shouldn't be shouting that out right now. Never mind. Whatever. It's fine. She's a fan. What? Yeah, why is that bad? She was listening to it when I came in the makeup trailer for the first time. There's no secrets. No, Q was one of our makeup uh, artists on the movie, and she's very, (laughs) very sweet and listened to my music a lot, which was really cool. That made me very happy. Um, lots of great people. That's a cool, I mean, that was my first movie, Midori. So like, oh, Spencer, I, I don't, you know what? No, I'm not going to say that evil thing that people say, which is like, well, appreciate it now. Cause you're going to have 10 ones where everyone's an asshole, but, um, I'm going to refrain from <laughs> saying that, but I will say that they don't all feel that way, you know? So I'm yeah. Just- and I think it was, uh, it was definitely sort of a super, special experience because of circumstances that we had but you know i wouldn't take back the little funny stressful things where we would we'd have these little shields uh on set that were supposed to stop covid but it was windy so they would blow over (laughs) and we would be walking around like plastic blowing everywhere it's like this is probably worse (laughs) those things were so i wish that i had pants on to demonstrate well oh no okay i'm glad you guys find this funny I'm very glad I could just be myself in this interview. Okay, hold on. One second. This isn't an Speaking of, if, if, for people that are just listening, Midori is a fucking savage just drinking straight gin, not giving a fuck. <laughs> just, I've had to do, I'm promoting my show, Dash and Lily, recently, um, yeah. which is a holiday rom com for teenagers. And I am very much that girl. Like, I don't know, Spencer. It wouldn't be false to say that I'm a open-hearted, loving, innocent person, right? Well, I don't think, okay, yeah. So everybody obviously knows you from, you know, a number of movies that you've been in or Dash and Lily on Netflix and your phone keeps falling. And, uh, and you know, my first watch, I'm like, no, you're not far off from this at all. You are that person. Like you are a very quirky, open-hearted, warm person. I just have some more gin as me yeah come on you got like five percent gin for blood yeah. it's an, and that's okay yeah, that's fine. um yeah so anyway i don't know what i'm saying i'm saying oh so like yeah i think it's like whenever you're you're i don't know i, I don't know I, I was told a lot on set like by a lot of the crew like oh you're so method you're so method and i was like that's so like i'm not method i just have a method like like anybody who you guys have a method in this podcast you have a method when you sing right like yeah, mm. I have a method and maybe I get into my moods or my character more than other people. But I guess for me, like when I'm, you know, when I'm uh, promoting Dash and Lily, like 
I do call upon my inner Lily to bring to the table because that's my job. Um, so all I'm saying is it's nice to nice to kick back and relax in this in, in this podcast. That's what we do. It this is like the this is the smallest amount of uh and what was it like uh yeah. being in that in the hot seat uh New York City wintertime? What yeah, was that yeah. like? What's your yeah. favorite color? And what's your second favorite color? Yeah. And your third. Honestly, can we do this? I'm fine, just kidding. Um but yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Well, I think I think it's wonderful that you think you can kick back because sometimes, you know, sometimes we'll have people on the podcast and before they come over, they'll be like, what, what is it about? Like, what do I have to have like prepared? And I'm like, just what kind of um, alcohol do you like? And then we just hang out, you know, like it's the best because we, we normally would do this in person, but we've been obviously doing it virtual um, the last few because we're all in different places. But yeah. uh, can yeah. I can I ask some questions? So. Just because it's yes. so fun. Okay, number one, how many have you done? Uh, about thirty-five episodes, probably. Right, thirty-five yeah, weeks. Thirty-seven now. Okay, but, number yeah. two, you know how on like Letterman and like things like that, there's like repeat guests, and it's like, wow, mm-hmm. Sarah Jessica Parker, repeat guest. She's been on. Can I be your repeat guest, and can I come when you guys when the world's open and be a live guest? Yes, that's required, can, actually. It's required and you can come as many times as you want. Like it's, it's just a fun, great, really, really fun time. Yeah. Great. Unless you get really bad negative responses from this podcast, but you know, we'll see what happens. Well, we I already a- think people are going to like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they're going to be like, why, what are you talking? What is this? Uh-huh. Who is Gloria? But whatever. You know what? I've, I've um, been alive for longer than it seems because, you know, I play teenagers. <laughs> And I, I've had a, like, <laughs> what did that mean? I don't know. <laughs> it's so <laughs> mysterious. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm 700 years old, <laughs> but I don't tell anybody. <laughs> I don't look a day over 30, but. <laughs> I'm 80. No, I just mean like, I'm so sick of caring what people think. So you know what? Even if we get the worst review of all 35, screw it. No, nah, we won't. I mean, there's no way. Screw Believe it, me. Nancy. Okay, next question. Next topic. I was going to say, if you, uh, we, have, we have an episode we do every like 10 episodes or so where we just get hammered on purpose. And yep. the podcast is definitely secondary to the drinking. So you can... Uh, you can it always it, makes a great episode. Oh, yeah. Is it kind of like junk uh, Shakespeare? It's called Drunk Chronicles, but yeah, so, I mean, it's very similar. We just don't have lines that we read. We just yeah. Okay, like when I watched Drunk Shakespeare for the first time, I was a bit disturbed. Really? Why? Because I don't know. Like these people, <laughs> they were so drunk. And I was just so not drunk, and I was just watching them. Like I don't know. They just looked like they couldn't even sit up. Mm. Like, this is just dark. Now, the thing is, is if I was the person participating, I'm sure I would find it very fun. I don't know. I mean, like, how hammered do we have to get in your podcast? Maybe that's what I'm saying. Because, you know, I, you know, what am I going to say if I'm hammered? I don't think that well, it's a good idea. No, no, no. We, we don't get like – we like. and by the way, I've never been blackout drunk before, but we don't get oh, – right, right, right. Yeah, it's just, it's just more like, hey, you drink some alcohol, you have a couple claws. There's no laws when you're drinking claws, first of all. Whoa. So what is – so? Claws like Santa Claus, white claws. Midori. Also, Spencer's lying. We have a full-on medical staff that comes, and you (laughs) have to get your stomach pumped. That's how you've never been blackout. All of the money you're making on this podcast, you put into a private nurse, Mm -hmm. pump your stomach, and you get an IV. I know, I know what you're doing over there. We got our medical staff. We got our clapping millionaire babies. We have. The babies are millionaires. (laughs) (laughs) Midori's 700 years old. We've really lost. (laughs) We're falling off the rails. So how do you keep your skin so nice at 700? Fair question. (laughs) Oh my God. Actually, this is something. Well, okay. That Elizabeth Warren in one of her interviews, someone sent this to me. Um, mm-hmm. I was a big Elizabeth Warren girl myself, and um, there there was this clip of her saying, "How do you have such nice skin?" And she goes, "I never 
wash my face. <laughs> and um, and uh, that's what I—that's my answer. That's all I have to say. It also really looked like you were about to say that Elizabeth Warren's there because you're looking at somebody and you're like, no. "Yeah, my friend Elizabeth Warren is just mean, in it my would house." Be so cool if Elizabeth Warren was here. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be really awesome. But no, it's um, she's not. But also, no, I wouldn't want her to be here because of COVID, and you know, I wouldn't want to risk anybody's health. So. That's very nice. What if she was there in a pla- in a plastic case with like ven- ventilate like I'm yeah, come on. Here. Spencer, it's terrible. No, no, no. No, like vents, oh, but they're like um relax, Midori. <laughs> I'm just I'm just messing with you and trying to make you feel uncomfortable. Um I with vents, I would no, then I would feel thrilled. I would feel really thrilled. I feel like we would it would be great. Yeah. Yeah, wouldn't that be great though? Podcast. She's in like a plastic doll like showcase. <laughs> I, do. I mean, as long as she was okay, I would feel. Yeah, like, as long as she's safe. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if she's I cool. Would feel cool about it. I would invite people over to look at her. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, five dollars a pop. Come on. <laughs> oh, five dollars. Come on. Do you know New York? Five hundred dollars a pop. Come on. A pop. But then everyone who came in would have to be in PPE. But COVID just makes everything so complicated. I cannot have my Elizabeth Warren viewing party. <laughs> yeah, and, and and we we will do that when COVID's over. We'll do that, but it's it just it, it is such a fucking bitch, dude. It's really, yeah, really horrible. Yeah, really I mean, is. I mean, that's not new news. I mean, and mostly horrible, obviously, for the people who you know. Oh my god, you know, I I feel like I mean, I don't know. We didn't even need to get into that right now, but obviously, all the people who lost loved ones, and then just people who you know, lives have been drastically changed, like the fact that we were able to just work is such a rare thing in our industry. And like, you know, just to be serious for a second, like I really, I remember nights of just like sitting down and being like, wow, like appreciate every moment. Um, you know, I have a lot mm-hmm. of friends who, cause I started in theater who primarily work in theater and have not been able to work for a very long time. And, you know, that's just one of so many industries or, or job professions where like people are, you know, it just sucks. It just is, it just is really, it's, there's no way around it and it's good to make the most of it but it's also if you if you have enough money to live right now if you have your family um and they're safe like those things i feel like we should just appreciate so much yeah i think it's i think it's so important like it's you know everybody is allowed to say covid sucks because it just does but okay. you know while saying that like you like to your point i think it's also super important to be like covid sucks also super glad I have this roof. I got this person. I got this family. I got this this life. I can yeah. breathe. I can walk. I can see. So yeah. I don't know. I just I, I I guess what I'm saying in a giant way is I agree. <laughs> well, thank you, Spencer. Yeah. Um, how I are you? Uh, oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. Wait, what? <laughs> All right, I'll go. Um, no, I was just gonna say I, I think on the same topic. I think that it's. I I don't love when people try to like guilt you into like you better come out of 2020 like better better than ever and stuff like that which is what like saying that oh the internet says what that Instagram all the time what are you following <laughs> he's on deep on reddit <laughs> you're on <laughs> he's on myspace <laughs> uh, yeah you don't want to know where I'm following like beach bods 2021 <laughs> <laughs> Get up off the couch. I hate those. They're so it's mean. Just, I'm just watching Sean T from Insanity. He just yells at me <laughs> nonstop. Just buying bod body spray. Do you remember that? I do, I do remember that. I, I want your bod. The commercial. Yeah. No, I just think it's uh I just I mean, personally, I feel like I've I'm gonna come out of it better. And that's just my personal experience. But yeah, I just don't I just don't like I don't like when people they just I just don't like the whole guilt like thing that's happening right now where it's just like yeah like if you didn't if you didn't get better this year then like what the fuck are you doing and it was like well like I, you know maybe maybe their grandparents died or whatever you know like yeah. who knows what happened and it's just yeah. a little ridiculous to like expect people to yeah I mean, situation is nothing we've ever experienced before so it's just so exactly weird. and i feel like it's just like more than ever it's important to be like introspective and like you know what this is my journey of 2020 or whatever it is. And like, look, I, I, you know, I know, for example, Spencer, like the experience we had, like maybe it's viewed as slightly insensitive to have even been in a, in a hotel filming a movie and having a good time. Right. Like maybe that's just 
purely insensitive and wrong. Mm. Um, and so it's like, it's such a, it's such an interesting balance of being like, all right, I'm going to really t- be sensitive here and, and not get carried away. And just like, remember that while I might've had two good months of this pandemic, other people ha- did not have two good months of this pandemic. And so I have to be respectful of that. But then I think like internally, we can also be like, well, that was also my experience. And I did do this movie and I did have, uh, you know, a life-changing experience or whatever. And like, I have to honor that that's my journey too. Um, but I- you, you have to, like you literally have to, because you can always in every aspect of life, COVID or not, you can feel bad for getting any job ever or doing anything ever because, you know, certain people can't. But I think, I think that's, is that middle ground that you're literally saying where it's like, I'm going to take this opportunity and realize how lucky I am. And also, you know, just keep that, that gratitude. Yeah. And I also feel like, um, I remember, you know, I feel like this was our, our, our experience of that movie afterlife, the party, which drops on Netflix. Look at me. I'm like a PR bunny. Um, I don't know when it's dropping. I have no idea, but, um, it's like, I feel like everyone from, it was just a special experience where like the entire crew, like a lot of our crew were local Cape Townians and things like that. And it's like, you know, in the, in the movie industry, you can get really jaded and, um, just people, you know, I'm not quite there yet because I just haven't done enough to feel that way. But a lot of people are like, you know, oh, well, this is just this. Actually, no, maybe I was a little jaded going into this and, and you know, whatever. But I feel like because we all hadn't worked in however many months, seven months, eight months, like everyone from the crew to the cast, the producers, like we all had like an invested interest in, in being present and like enjoying the work and, and appreciating the fact that we had jobs and so I don't know about you, but that's something I want to, I want to carry forward. It's like, just don't, don't take it for granted and just, you know, and, yeah. and, um, yeah. Well, I think there's like little pieces of whether it be that or in, in life in general that we're going to take with us, um, learning from this, like little tiny silver lining pieces that we can take and, and remember for the rest of our lives, what, you know, the biggest one obviously being just health, like yeah. I don't know about you, but sometimes I will literally be on, you know, I'm going for a run or I'm whatever I'm, I'm working out and I'm like, yo, a lot of people can't breathe right now. I can breathe right now. And I just like, I've never would be able to like, think about that. So I think it's going to be, that's the little tiny little baby silver nuggets that we got to take with us. Yeah, no, for real. Like silver nuggets, silver nuggets. Silver nuggets, brother. I'm kind of lost. I'm just gonna keep repeating silver nuggets, silver nuggets. Yeah, silver nuggets, silver nuggets, silver nuggets. 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 Also, Elizabeth Warren viewing party was also a really good band name. Oh, you know what? That would be yeah. Do you guys know AJJ? They were originally Andrew Jackson Jihad, and then they changed their name because they were like, "We're not trying to appropriate that." You don't, you don't know that, right? Thing? Right. <laughs> Brutal <laughs> band. Like, yeah, I know, I don't know, but no, but they're they're fantastic. They sing this like toothbrush and like, okay, whatever. I'm not doing them justice, and now I feel embarrassed. But anyway, I feel like for all you AJJ fans out there, I feel like Elizabeth Warren viewing party would be of a similar. Fandom. Oh yeah. Yes, you don't know. You don't. You don't even know AJJ. So don't say, "Oh yeah." You judge. No, I just. Want, I just want Elizabeth Warren doing party to be a band really badly. So. Spencer. Yeah, I think we can work this out. Okay, but we just we need some time. But also, we have to be careful because you know Elizabeth Warren viewing party. Like we have to make sure we're doing this lady so much justice. You know. Well, I, I think I think the most important part. Um, is that we get a sign off. That's our, that's our first step. We need her included in the process. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So you know, we'll, we'll try, which we'll, she's, you know, she's with you right now. So you can just ask her, right? Just look to your right. Oh, she's sleeping. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. In her glass case. Yeah. She, finds it really cool. she can't hear the, um, the beeping of the New York traffic. It's, she loves it in there. She, uh, <laughs> she loves yeah. it in there. Trust me. <laughs> Guys, when does um, the podcast um, air? This is going to be out in a f- couple of weeks-ish. It's going to be out in, in uh, if for our listeners, we're recording this in 2020, but it's going to be out in the better year, 2021. Ooh. Okay, everybody. Hold your Here's breath. a good, I mean, what, what do you, do you guys have, do you guys have plans, desires, manifestations for 2021? Any any thoughts, ladies first? Yeah, yeah yes okay. and no. 
ladies first now. I'm just yes. It's just like an old joke from like a friend sitcom where I'm like being it's like Spencer's a lady. Like, what's wrong with me? I'm being. <laughs> I was like, I didn't I'm hear you. I'm being rude to my own gender, and I'm also like. Oh my God, this is horrible. I don't believe anything I just did. Okay. Um, <laughs> we could all have the masculine and feminine within us. Look, I grew up watching. We do, we do. Okay. Uh, you know what? I have no plans for 2021. And uh, 2020 was the first year I didn't make a New Year's resolution. And I'm not blaming myself for the entire pandemic because that would be egotistical <laughs> and narcissistic. But I think I'm going to set some resolutions. And I'm going to listen to my gut in 2021. I think that's my goal. Somebody was talking about that recently to me. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Is this too dark? I was just like, what is my gut? I don't. I it's in like, your stomach. I know. I know. I know what the literal gut is. Thank you very much. But like what? Sometimes I'm like, I must have a gut because I'm an actor. So I follow my instincts. But in real life, sometimes I often feel. I don't know. I feel like I get swept away by so many different things and perspectives. And I just, for 2021, I really want to like figure out, maybe be silent. Maybe that's what it is. Miss Chatterbox over here. Like maybe I need to be more silent. And I just, I know it's lame and cliche, but I want to like get silent and listen to Midori's gut and figure out what that kind of gut instinct is and, and follow that. That's my personal goal. And then on a broader goal, I feel like my goal for 21 is like, I need to be more helpful. Um, I think like, you know, I'm a member of New York Cares and those sorts of things, but it's like not enough. And then also with the pandemic, I got very kind of insular and like, you know, it's like, well, you can't go out and see people, you know, it's like, it's like, I can't go to nursing homes right now and sing Christmas carols. So it's like, I just need to find better ways to be useful to society and uh, just do that instead of just talking about it. Okay, I'm gonna end there. No, that's that's wonderful. That I mean, that's a very, yeah, it's a really great answer. And I, I mean, Matheson, to answer to answer as well, I, I, I don't know if I've even thought enough about it because right. I'm, you know, the, my mental capacity's pretty taken up by, like we all are, anxious energy. But um, I think I think if I had to, if you put me in the spot right now, I would have to say that I would like to live this year with less like, um. You know, last year I my my resolution was to be like I'm gonna be the best. I'm gonna release this many songs. I'm gonna beat this artist and this artist and mm. this artist, and I'm gonna go on six tours. And I I do want to do those things. I would. I'm not gonna lie to you. I want to have obviously the biggest career I could have. But I think that you know I I do want to live with more with more happiness, more passion, and more love this next year and less pressure i think less pressure is probably the big one i, I always put a timestamp on stuff and i just i really want to flow this is very hippy dippy but i definitely want to flow next year a lot mm. that's great yeah. whoa flow baby flow i'm gonna flow with the shits no you're gonna flow with the shits iron <laughs> nugget iron nugget flow with the shits silver no, nuggets silver oh, nuggets oh i'm thinking of animal crossing where you have a lot of iron nuggets okay <laughs> okay you're up buddy Oh, Good. I have to go. Uh, yeah. Fuck. Um, <laughs> but my New Year's resolution is to fuck. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother! I'm fixins to fuck. Um, <laughs> Paul Rudd. <laughs> no, I, I was actually thinking about it. I since I started doing New Year's resolutions, I'm four for four on completing them. So now I like feel the pressure. Like I now I need to like not screw up my streak. Um, your New Year's resolution should be to eat a cheeseburger. Yeah, exactly. I'm just gonna set one. Real, I'm gonna set the bar mega low. Yeah, but then like okay. the local store might be out of cheeseburgers. You know, it's like. Know, can you imagine if I set the bar like crazy low and I still fuck it up? Like, like <laughs> sorry, you have to wait in line for four days to get the burger, and you're like, damn it. <laughs> um, I mean, I think if I, if I, I honestly haven't given it much thought yet, but if I, we talk about we talk about mental health stuff a lot on this podcast, and, um. Same kind of thing that like Spencer said. I mean, I'm I'm a classic overthinker and that would be very nice to to at least bring that down a bit. I don't think I want to just not think. That would be dangerous. But um you know, uh worry a little bit less, you know, that kind of stuff. Um it's hard to it's hard to think about like tangible goals because we're just not sure right what life is gonna look like, unfortunately. But um yeah, I mean, I think I think 
being trying to be more present, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a, in the same realm of overthinking. I usually am thinking about like, okay, what am I going to do next? Like, I'm not like ever, not, 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 not ever, but most of the time I'm thinking about what I'm going to do next. I think I said not six times. (laughs) You did. (laughs) Dude, I think, I think that's a huge, yeah, it's all, it's weird with the tangible goals this year. So it's got to be like more of an inner thing, which is actually way healthier. Yeah. But being present, I think is, I don't know, that's, if you can have that goal and like even just increase it by 3%, it's like what will open up for you is amazing, you know? If I had a nickel for every time someone told me to meditate or do yoga, I would not have to worry about money, period. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Meditation is, I feel like I need need help. Like I need like a guide or something. It's hard to do. So, so difficult. I've tried and then I end up like feeling like I, I f- I'm going to forget how to breathe. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, Oh, I'm doing it terribly. This is okay. My goal for 2021 is to do DMT and just forget about everything. That's the, is that goal. are you being serious? No, absolutely not. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> I was excited for you. Well, I don't know if I could do it. Dude. Not being present. Although it feels like being present when you do drugs, but it's, it's so not, isn't it? Is it? It's very true. Um, yeah, I guess switching gears. Okay. Uh, I, we don't have to dwell on this topic too long, but I recently watched Good Boys, and oh. <laughs> you seem so not excited to talk. No, I'm so excited. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> Hold on, Midori. Hello. Clicked off. Okay, you're back. <laughs> so I, can hear you I now. forgot that we were recording this on the computer, and I shut it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, wow, I get very uncomfortable. Okay, thank you, thank you. Yes. Uh, no, I, I'm so excited to talk about it. I'm just trying to be like annoying and like whatever. Like, <laughs> no, I, mean, I, I just didn't want to oh, get out of here. I didn't want to, you know, breach a topic that we sh- didn't need to breach. I just wanted, no. you know, to hear about your experience and all that because I, I, it, dude. I thought it was awesome. Thank you. No, I am so like uh, <laughs> it's it's hard to say proud because. My character was a drug fiending villain who like hated <laughs> and like rolled on Molly. And like my main character objective for the film was to get Molly at a concert. But I am proud of that because <laughs> I, I just feel like, I don't know, like, cause the Lily I play in Dash and Lily, obviously I, I love Lily, but she's so positive and optimistic. And I've played some nerdier characters in other things. And like, it was just really cool for me to like, I don't know, especially as like this Asian, small Asian woman, like, and I talked to the direct, one of the directors, Gene Stupinski about it. And he was like, yeah, no, we hadn't imagined a very tall person for this role because we thought it'd be funny for them to be taller than the boys. And that's one of those instances where I, I really am proud because I'm like, wow, like you look at me and you definitely don't think those things. And, um, yeah, I, I, I am. I'm so, I'm so thrilled that I, I got to be the villain in a freaking Seth Rogen produced comedy. Like that's so awesome. Um, yeah. And I have, I mean, that was really my first big thing. I mean, I had done Ocean's 8, like I had, I did do a scene with Kate Blanchett and stuff and I, but it was such a short scene and I had done a lot of stage work that was very important to me. But like, you know, this was like a lead of a big movie and I, um, it was, I, I look back at it really warmly because I remember, you know, it's comedy and, and comedies filming comedy is weird because not everyone on set's gonna laugh when you do something and it was a, it was a good experience of, like trusting my internal compass of like be bold you know i remember there's a yeah. thing where i did that voice where it's like take a shit down your throat or whatever and that was just something <laughs> i tried on the day and i just remember being like what do i have to lose you know like i got this role here i am i've always wanted this like this is not a time to be shy and so um yeah, I look back at that movie with a lot of pride because I'm like, hell yeah, like I did my thing and Molly and I had such a good time. Um, so cool. Yeah, yeah. And I, oh, I loved the running sequence actually. Like I could not run as fast as I did in the movie. Like they didn't use my stunt double. They let me run. And it might not even look that fast, but to look fast on camera like is hard. And I ran faster than I was capable so much so that man, my legs were not okay. Like, I had to see the medic afterwards. It was, it was really, oh, my God. oh yeah, I was limping. Like I was limping an hour later. It's not even one of those things where like the next day I felt sort of like an hour later I was limping. I was like, ow, ow, ow. <laughs> but, um, you know, I really wanted to do it. I really wanted to, I really wanted them to use my running. 
That's so good. That's awesome. Yes, that was just a nine-page monologue. I don't know. No, that was fantastic. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. It's yeah. uh, I think that was that was obviously. I think that was the first time I had seen you in something as well. But I I noticed, you know, and this may change now. You having a new show, but when we were in South Africa and we um, were with, were uh, in the same vicinity, of people that weren't like cast in the movie. The 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 thing that people I think recognize you from the most was probably that. Yeah. You know, like when they would come up, they'd be like, oh, yeah. They, and they would literally just come up and say, good boys. Yeah, yeah. And you'd say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I remember, especially in Hawaii, it was so weird and funny. And, and like, it, we, I had been in Hawaii, and for whatever reason, every male person in Hawaii seemed to have watched Good Boys. It was the most I've ever been recognized in my entire life. It was so weird. It was like... Well, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it was. And it was... It was like, but it was like so much more than I've ever been recognized. Like it was like multiple times a day, like at the water. You're like, park, what's like, happening here? And I remember coming back to New York and like being like, wow, no one gives a crap about me here. And like, it was like, <laughs> no, but it was like one week, one week of feeling famous. It was like the perfect amount. It was like, that's all I needed. And now I'm right. like, you know, it was just, it was just a very. Like, there ain't no city like New York to let you know you ain't shit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a nice feeling. I had a. You know, I did my, my quarantine with the test where I don't know what you can do. You can do five days in New York if you get the test when you get back since I tested before. So now I'm out and about in the streets with my masks and I took the subway for the first time today. And it was just me on the subway and there were just people on the subway. And I was just like, because, you know, we had a great time in South Africa, but I was like, ah, I'm home. You know, there's, there's, there's not right. there's not quite a feeling of independence like being on the subway alone in Manhattan. You know, it's just like. It's just me out here. We're all surviving. We're all doing our thing, you know? Hell yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, for some reason, didn't know about this also changing gears uh, until you post, until I saw it on, like, I saw it on, on Instagram, but the the Nick Jonas was, an, was a producer of Dash and Lily? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. I literally, I quite literally am not trying to ask an interview question. I just actually didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really know either well i guess he was probably not on set right other than yeah. the scene they were in yeah he was on set that one day and then i was uh doing another scene so i didn't i was like no part of that nick jonas thing at all i just everybody came back we were in the studio and everybody came back and they were like our cheeks are so rosy that was the best time of our lives we're all dancing and i was like i've huh? been in this studio since <laughs> um but i'm 700 <laughs> You haven't, what was the quote? I don't know. It was like, you don't know how much life I've lived or I don't know what it is. You but, don't know how much <laughs> life I've lived. That's it. Um, but the no, things I've seen. Things I've seen. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, he was a producer and he, yeah, he. So cool. He's been a big part of promoting it. And from what I hear, like the scripts and the blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, he's, he's a, a nice dude I, that I never met. but Right. Uh, well, I mean. He's, yeah, he, I mean, he he picked as his favorite scene a scene that was I was in, so you know we're best friends. Hell yeah! What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious? <coughs> I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. That's very cool. Yeah, he post, I saw him like yeah. obviously like post about it and stuff. Well, I mean, obviously, I've, giant congratulations on how well the show is doing. It's so, so dope. Thank so amazing. You. Thank you so much. Yeah. Such a fun Christmassy yeah, vibe, you know. Definitely on Netflix. I mean, I'm assuming this is coming out way after Christmas, but if it's January and you're cold and you're looking for a fun, surprising, bingeable show, Dash and Lily on Netflix. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think people will watch it beyond Christmas. I think it yeah. has that energy. Yeah, especially through the winter. I mean, because it really it ends on New Year, so there's there's stuff to watch. Right. Yeah. Right. I agree. I think people need people need something to get them through like the weird January sad because oh, January and February like in normal times they're they're my off season I I've yet to book a job in January or February or March it's the like I I get seasonal depression and more than that I just 
when it gets too cold outside, like, I don't know, Spencer, you remember me by the pool every day, right? Like I just, mm-hmm. yeah. I really cannot, I just go outside and I'm like, <laughs> it's so hard to think of anything besides how cold I am. Um, so yeah, so if you're like me and you, winter really is not your thing. I mean, I love the snow. I love Christmas, but January and February are bleak for me. So if you're like me, I think definitely is a nice escape. You need, you need sort of like, um, you know, when I was growing up, I would go on vacation. I would go on trips. I, I was a bit, I was a huge fan of little shops with little trinkets. I guess oh, you could call them collectibles. Well, I guess you could call them gift shops. Oh, and, oh, oh, we know this. Ben. Yeah, this is a, this is a segue to us. And so <laughs> I, uh, you know, a month and a half ago, or whatever, I'm, I'm going with you to the front desk. We had just eaten, I think our first dinner together. And you're like, yo, we we're just talking. You're like, yo, I'm going to go get a room, a new room key because I lost my 50th room key because Midoriya has literally lost over 50 room keys. <laughs> yeah. <probably>. Misplaced. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we walk up there and I'm like, oh shit, there's a gift shop. And she goes, you like gift shops too? <laughs> oh, I said, I love gift shops. We went in there, we bought hats, we bought fans, I bought a bowl, I bought chocolate, we bought all kinds of stuff. And um, yeah. This was truly the start of our friendship because <laughs> I forgot that. And that's when I knew, you knew the first day, I knew that day we were going to be friends for life because this kid... This handsome, like mysterious singer dude. I was like, this dude is weird. Like, I just we just locked eyes. We're like, we look gift shops, and like we both like I recognized the crack guys in his eyes. Oh, it was. Eyes. It was like we're like, oh my god, and we go in yeah. and like, and we were such bad influences influences on each other. I was like, do I need this fan? He's like, let me see it. Oh, you need this fan. You need, you need this. this. And so we just went nuts. Like we spent way too much money. It was ridiculous. Like six days of per diem all on yeah. gift shop trips. Yeah, there's like this week of us vacationing together as friends where like it's the most destructive thing in the world because we blow all our money, but it's also so much fun. And we're like in Vegas or something and we're just like shopping everywhere. We'll do it. No. I mean, okay, we'll, we'll, maybe after listen. my next job, I, I got to get the Well, yes, then, that, then that's the thing. We have to, we, we have to, we're going to do it, okay. but we have to budget. We have to leave all of our credit cards at home. We have to bring paper money only, and we have to bring a certain amount. And once it's gone, it's gone. We get on a plane and we go home. Yeah. And then that's it. And, we, and that's and it. As, as anybody with <laughs> compulsions knows, when you, when you say it's over, it's over, and it's going to work out great. We're just going to spend that last dollar and no more, and it's going to be a happy ending. Nothing okay. more. Nothing more. Hey, nothing you guess Nothing more. Nothing more. I mean that's very dangerous. You guys are gonna go to Vegas to go gift that shopping. Vegas, that was so weird. I mean, maybe just, we should go to Branson, Missouri. Oh, but I guarantee you, I think I'd spend more money there. I'd be like Missouri, like this is a whole new world. They have Missouri coffee and Missouri keepsakes. Look at this photo of Dunkin' Donuts in Missouri in 1940. It's so cute. Oh, Tito Tito Jackson is playing at the Palace Theater. I need all the merch. <laughs> We have to remember this moment forever. <laughs> Tito Jackson. <laughs> that was excellent. Tito choice. needs love. Tito needs love. No, I mean, I agree. Oh, man. That's some good shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> See, what you guys could do, you go to Vegas with all your money. Mm-hmm. You immediately put all your money on like black in roulette. And then you mm-hmm. double your money. And now you have double the gift shop money. And then you yeah. go to France and Missouri. What if we, okay, what if we turn this disgusting compulsion into something charitable? I'm not kidding. Okay, so we go. No, I'm serious. We go, we get our money, and then we go. I know, <laughs> I know, you know, I'm serious. I'm a very serious person. So we go, and then we, we buy all of the stuff, and then we donate it. I like that idea even more. So that way it's not coming from just such a disgusting hedonistic place and like we're actually like trying to buy stuff for other people well let's put our hedonism towards good you know what i mean it's truly yeah yeah you know like and then then if we if we buy too much we'll be like well it's fine it's kind of like i don't know i i've done this thing you should try it it's like and i didn't do it this year because wow i'm really falling behind on all my goals but uh like the salvation army does one where it's like you get like the name of the kid and you get them stuff and i did it two years ago this girl and she had this long list and I was like, I'm getting her everything. And it was a Barbie Aww. dream. 
and close but it was just so much fun and I like stacked it all up and so it's it's kind of like that it's like you know at the end of the day like our love for like material things and like even though like what am I saying I don't even know what designers are but you know what I mean like cheap material things from gift stores like yeah we could we could turn that into something positive instead of just being well I think yeah. I think too, my favorite part wasn't getting the things. Yeah. It was us, our energy in there together. And I will cherish that memory forever. Oh, I literally lost that fan the next day. I, <laughs> I, I still have mine. Oh, good for you. I have the spear hat, but no, I, I agree. It was such a, there's just something fun about it. Cause it's like, it's like so many exciting things to look at. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just, just, mm-hmm. just, yeah, it was a fun, that was a fun day. That's when I knew. Yeah. That's when I knew we'd be friends and I knew that we'd be on your podcast that I didn't even know about. I knew it right in that moment. Exactly. I think, pl- I think like even this Christmas, like I had so, you know, my mom, my grandma, a bunch of people asked me what I wanted for Christmas. I literally could not give an answer, but I, uh, you know, I, I bought s- a lot of things for everybody because that's that's a Merry Christmas to me without this sounding, oh, you're so sweet, Spencer. Yeah. I just really like giving stuff. And I like like I think that, that that's why I want to start this Vegas hedonism charity with you. Yeah, immediately. It's going to be great. It's going to be good. The I charity think. could be called Elizabeth Warren viewing party. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> They'll be very misleading. But. No, I, I feel like we're going to call it Silver Nuggets. Oh, that's even better. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Yeah, it's a little weird. And like we need to like rethink this whole. Thing. I don't know if Vegas <laughs> hedonism is the right thing to call I like, it. But. I feel like, like when we're not being recorded, we just have to have like a very solid chat about this and like work, yeah. work, work, work through the the nuts and bolts. You know. You know what? T- tonight, right, right now, it's this podcast. This is this is this is pleasure. Okay, tomorrow's business. Yeah, tomorrow will be the business aspect. Okay. Okay, guys. Well. Well, I guess we have sort of, Matheson, we have two last questions. Oh, the, the, the first last question is uh, one word to describe your day so far. Matheson, start us off. Oh, fuck. Um, I don't know why this was a, a surprise to me. Um, I'm going to go I have mine if you, if you want me to choose. Pass. <laughs> okay. Mine is, mine is cheerful. It's the first hey. day that it actually felt like Christmas. Um, I'm making a, a little a little gingerbread ice rink tonight with my mom and my little brother. And I'm very excited. Yeah. Um, I think mine would be thoughtful. Uh, I've had a lot on my mind and I, I went to the Mm. store recently and just opened a few of my few, few of my favorite poets and read them and thought about stuff and walked alone and thought about some more stuff. Um, yeah. Thoughtful. Yeah. Very, very important to do that. Nice. Matheson, what about you? you I'll go it? with warm. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> uh, it's been a very happy, warm day. Been around family, doing some Christmas Wonderful. stuff tonight. There's literally a heater next to me, so <laughs> warm in all fronts. Oh, <laughs> well, our last well, question I is: I'm genuinely happy that those are your guys's. I'm glad you're both warm and. Yeah, I think we're all we're around family and we're we are lucky for that. And it's yeah, it's 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 a really great time of year to be around family if you can. Yeah, and if you um, can be you, you make do with what you have and you zoom right. and you FaceTime and you 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 appreciate this one off year as, as something that you will learn from or appreciate more next year, all of those good things. Please, everybody listening, go check out um Dash and Lily on Netflix. It's fantastic. I'm if it, it like doesn't have to be Christmas. It still feels good year round. Midori, where can everybody like find you on Instagram, Twitter? Yeah, that, 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 that. Um, 724 West 6. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> oh, just kidding. That's not even close to being my address. Yeah, it's not small. close. Um, oh, yeah, because I'm supposed to be getting hoodies from you, right, Spencer? Mm-hmm. Spencer um, has my address, so don't ask him for it. No, I'm not going to send the hoodie until you listen to my EP. Oh. Oh yeah, <laughs> blackmail. But I listened to all that stuff. Well, I actually sent you stuff that's still not out. When? When we were in um, South Africa, those songs I sent you aren't out yet. Yeah, I listened to them all. Remember, I was obsessed with them. Yeah, those those are not released. Those are <gasps> se- like only you have heard. Oh, them. I love. Remember the one that I was obsessed with? It was kind of like slower and stuff. I loved that one. Yeah. Um. So I have listened to it. You, I don't know. Maybe I don't know if you've listened to the EP. Those songs aren't on the EP. The EP just came out last week. Oh well, I've listened to Wonder. Oh okay, so shit, you're in. Okay, oh, you're in. Where's my hoodie? Okay, you get the hoodie. Um, no. So uh, you can find me on at Midori Glory M I D O R I 
G-L-O-R-Y. That's my Instagram. Um, my Twitter is at Midori Francis. I just did a joke. I don't ever do jokes and I did a joke. Um, nice. Really nervous. I'm going to go check, out. check out my tweet. Yeah. So there's my at Midori Glory and at Midori Francis. Wonderful. We love you, Midori, so much. We have a last question for you, Matthew. Yeah. So why don't you go ahead and ask this last question? All righty. Are you ready? Yeah. It's very, it's very important that you don't, that you don't think about it. It should just be a gut. Okay, okay. I can do that. This is, this is your New Year's resolution: is yeah. to be, is to follow your gut more. Okay, go. All right, here we go. Three, two, two. one. When's lunch? Tomorrow. I- <laughs> Midori Francis, we love you. Thank you. When's lunch? When's lunch? When's lunch? Oh no.